Good evening. Should I say good night? And here to give you an update on what's going on in the world today. So, let's get into it. Hard Talk Radio. Let's get into it. Texas sues Biden administration's DHS over interim rule on asylum seekers. The state of Texas sued the Biden administration's Department of Homeland Security over its interim rule that relaxed the screening process for asylum seekers. I've always said that um, this is all according of the plan to bring the country down. What president in their right mind would be okay with this Department of Homeland Security being relaxed with the screening process for asylum seekers? Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton filed a lawsuit on April 28th that seeks a permanent ruling against an interim rule allowing citizenship and immigration services, CIS, officers to decide if asylum seekers could continue staying in the country. Defendants in the lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas include President Joe Biden, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mariocras, the Department of Justice, its head, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, and Citizenship and Immigration Services Director Ur Jado. Under the interim rule announced by the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Justice, and the Department of Justice in March, Citizenship and Immigration Services officers would be permitted to screen applicants subject to expedited removal from the country. Those who claim they fear torture or persecution in their country of, for, of, or, of origin can stay if they successfully pass a test. Immigration judges are typically taxed to carry out credible fear screenings. Paxton, however, argued that his lawsuit that interim rules violate the laws as it limits the power of immigration judges. This, he added, enables the release of even more illegal aliens. The interim rule transfers significant authority from immigration judges to asylum officers, grants. The latter significant additional authority limits immigration judge review to denials of applications and upends the entire adjudicatory system to the benefits of aliens. The Lone Star State's Republican Attorney General defended his lawsuit in 11th one he filed in retaliate in relation to the immigration policy in an April 28th press release. The last thing Texas needs is for Biden administration to make it easier for illegal aliens to enter the U.S. and obtain asylum through false claims and less oversight. He said. <clears throat> I've also said that he is Biden is trying to um, have you know the vote go to you know, the vote go in the Democrats' favor. Well, anyway, you know, your vote doesn't count anyway. Just to let you know. It's true that our immigration system is extremely backlogged, but the answer is to secure the border, not overwhelm it even more by enacting cheap, easy incentives for illegal aliens to get into the United States. 
Paxton's lawsuit against Biden administration came amid concurrent efforts by Texas Governor Greg Abbott to transport illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C. by bus. The first bus loaded with illegal immigrants from Latin America countries such as Colombia, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela arrived in December, I'm sorry, in D.C. on April 13th. As the federal government continues to turn a blind eye to the border crisis, the state of Texas will remain steadfast in our efforts to fill in the gaps and keep Texas safe. By busing illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C., the Biden administration will be able to more immediately meet the needs of the people they are allowing to cross our border. Texas should not have to bear the burden of the Biden administration's failure to secure our border, Abbott said in an April 13th statement. A second busload of illegal immigrants arrived in, this, in D.C. on April 14th and almost 21 hours after the first one. During a press conference in Laredo, Texas, Abbott said additional migrants will be bused or flown into Washington to make the White House and Congress respond and deal with the same challenges Texas is dealing with. The one, <clears throat> There's one thing that is perfectly clear, and that is the Biden administration and a lot of the leaders in Congress have no idea about the chaos they have caused by their open border policies, and they refuse to come down and see firsthand and talk to the people who are really most adversely affected. If they're not going to come to the border, I'm going to take the border to them, he told reporters. Subsequent, subsequent buses of migrants arrived in D.C., with Abbott confirming the arrival of 10th bus in an April 22nd statement. It also remarked that the illegals bust to the federal capital now consists of nationals from Latin America and Africa. GreaterTexan.com has more on the Lone Star State's fight against Biden's administration lenient immigration policy. Okay. This is, uh... This is sad, but, um... This is all to just basically bring the country to its knees because these illegal immigrants, you don't know who they really are. They could be criminals and they're just going to wreak havoc. Okay. And not to mention that there's still an MS-13 problem. We still have an MS-13 problem. But let's hear what um, the news media has to say about this. announced the opening of two temporary care facilities in Texas. That's to house unaccompanied migrant children under the age of 13. Joining me right now, one of the attorneys general leading the charge uh, to stop the deportation freeze, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Uh, Mr. AG, great to see you again. Thanks very much for joining us. Tell us what, where we are right now after you did get a victory in terms of extending that stay. So good morning. So our stay is, is still extended, as you said, and we will be, I think, arguing for a permanent injunction sometime in the next couple of weeks, hopefully to make sure that while we're arguing our case over the next several months, we make sure that de deportations continue and that federal law is followed. Well, a lot of people are saying that, look, the, the final line of defense is happening at the state level to push back on some of the aggressive executive orders that we've seen out of this new administration. Can you assess what you've seen, what's most impactful to the state of Texas? Well, right now it's that immigration order because that directly impacts the health of our people because you have people coming across with COVID 
It also affects the safety of our people because we have to deal with human trafficking and drugs and, and, and crime. And then it also impacts cost to my state. It, it increases education costs and transportation costs and law enforcement costs and, and the, the list goes on. So that's probably, at least initially, the, the largest effect we have from any executive order. And, and, and this order, you say, pretty much breaks the law, is against the Constitution. Yeah, the, the president doesn't have the ability of the Constitution to just change what Congress put in place in, by, in federal law. And that's effectively what he's done with this executive order. He's, he's saying, look, we have federal law that requires that the executive branch deport people who are here illegally. And I'm not going to follow that law. I'm going to make my own law, which says, come across the border. We will not deport you. And the consequences of that are devastating to my state, devastating the country. And I think you'll see as time goes on, you'll see more people flooding across the border knowing that they can come here without any consequence of being deported. Do you think you will see other border state AGs fight back the way that you had in Texas? It's not just immigration. Look at what's going on with the Keystone controversy. 14 attorneys general pushed back on the Biden administration's executive decision to stop the construction of the Keystone XL pipeline. In a new letter, they write, quote, please be aware that the states are reviewing available legal options to protect our residents and sovereign interests. In the meantime, we urge you to reconsider your decision to impose crippling economic injuries on states, communities, families, and workers across the country. Ken, you're leading the charge on this and now face opposition from Hollywood. Dozens of celebrities, Cher was one of them, Robert Downey Jr., another, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Jane Fonda wrote a letter saying this, as your administration takes action to address the climate crisis and strengthen relationships with indigenous communities. It's insane how these celebrities, this is why you, this is why celebrities are a joke. Okay. Because of the simple fact that these are, these celebrities will never have to deal with this crisis. They will never have to deal with this. It's the common people that have to deal with this, that these people could end up being criminals these people end up committing crimes and going to sanctuary cities and never being caught. Like I said, you're having all these types of people and they're coming over with diseases and they're not being properly screened. So this is all just working out for Joe Biden and the elite to bring down the country and to just have people when it gets so bad that they'll want the new world order. Respectfully urge you to reverse another harmful Trump administration decision and immediately shut down the Dakota Access Pipeline. You say President Biden is ignoring federal law with the Keystone shutdown, right? That's a, we absolutely think that's going on. And in addition, there's been no measure of the consequences of this decision. Jobs are being lost, and this idea that somehow this is going to dramatically improve our climate issue, there's no proof that that's occurring. As a matter of fact, this oil and gas is going to have to be moved in other ways that are less efficient. Also, when they come over here, they get more of the social, uh, they're getting more of the government assistance. They're getting more um, money. This is, this is really going to start. Biden is starting a class warfare. He is starting um, warfare among ethnicities. This is really divide and conquer. He is literally going to have some sort of war among the common folk. You're going to have these people trying to take jobs from people that could barely get jobs in America, the American citizens. I already mentioned that New York 
city has a very high unemployment rate. And then you have these immigrants coming from another country. They're not properly screened. And it's going to be a free for all. And it actually create more climate problems. And then you'll have the issue of other countries producing that don't even care about this issue. So I don't see how this, this Keystone pipeline shutdown has any good impact on climate change. It doesn't make any sense. And they haven't demonstrated that there's any evidence that what they're doing is going to be beneficial. Yeah, I mean, you, you make a really important point, I think. You know, what's safer? Having oil and gas transported in, in through a pipeline, which is under the water, or above land on rail cars? I mean, obviously, having it on rail cars seems incredibly dangerous to me. Look, you were the first to challenge the Biden administration's immigration orders. A Texas judge extended that moratorium on Biden's deportation freeze. Now you've got all of those attorneys general pushing back on the XL pipeline. And then there's big tech. Florida's governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, is pushing back on big tech and their dominance, wanting 230 uh, reversed. What's your take there? Are you going to join Florida in the pushback on big tech? Yeah, we already have. We've already filed a lawsuit against uh, Google, which is an antitrust lawsuit. I'm certainly encouraging legislators to look at what Governor DeSantis has done in and type of legislation in Texas. These big tech companies have amazing control over, over, over the Internet and, and, and the marketplace. And we need to make sure that we protect our consumers and that they, these Internet companies are more transparent about what they're doing with our private data. What do you want to see in that regard? What is the timing on all of this? Well, for us, we're in legislative session right now. So I'd like the legislature to start talking about these issues, debate these issues, and then pass consumer protections so that at least the consumer's data is protected, whether it's financial, whether it's their health data, whatever it is, it needs to be protected. All right. Well, you've got the Democrats in control of the House and the Senate and the executive. All right. Okay. Well, that's all for now. Um, like, share, comment, subscribe. Tell me what you think in the comments. Everything about this channel is in the comments section. Later.